his strength came from. And it was from times of intimacy with his father. It's amazing to me, uh, his heavenly father, and it's amazing to me that Jesus chose in human language the word for that perfect father, God, to be father. It was actually the intimate term. He called him Abba, Daddy. And for, for all the imperfection of who we are as fathers, that Jesus would point to those occasional glimpses or maybe more often glimpses of our Father's heart in our Father's heart uh, is an amazing compliment and really an amazing trust. If you're a father this morning, I hope you hear God speaking to you throughout this day and each moment of your day. Trusting his spirit to live in you, saying, you got this. You can be ever more faithful, that kind of father. And we want to honor you today as our fathers. And in doing so, if you are a father in this place, instead of standing at this moment, um, enjoy your seat. And if you're not a father, would you stand around the room, wherever you are? And you might want to reach out a hand or just touch the shoulder of a gentleman next to you. Now let's pray for these gentlemen. Lord God, we pray a prayer of thanks and gratitude for these men, for the gift that they are from you to us. And we pray, Lord God, that you would continue to fill them with your power, with your spirit with your very personality and the uniqueness of who they are, Lord God, that we might know even your touch through theirs. We thank you for these dads. Help them to hear this morning the, not only our praise, but the whisper of your spirit to them. You've got this. In the name of our Abba, we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Occasionally, we do see some glimpses of God's heart and in our dad's heart. There's stories like that to live in my own family of those kind of glimpses. One of those goes all the way back to my great-granddad. He was a farmer. He had many sons, one of which was my granddad, who was the oldest of those boys. And as he was passing away, he whispered something in my granddad's ear that he never forgot. They worked on the farm, and it was his job as the oldest son, as they worked out on the farm and in the fields that day, his father would always tell them as he went out into the fields, now you make sure all, the son, all, all your brothers get, get back home. And that was kind of his job. And, uh, mechanical things were not as dependable. They were a little more dangerous back then than they are now. I'm sure there were many hazards between a rural field and the home. But my granddad always made sure his brothers got home. And then on my great-granddad's deathbed, he called my granddad a little closer. And these were his last words to him. Bob, make sure all your brothers come home. 
And then my great-granddad went home. And he was faithful to that commission. And I think what lived in my great-grandfather's heart lives in the heart of our Heavenly Father. He longs that none should perish, but all come home. The scripture actually says that they will repent. And, and that's the word that Jesus is, illustration, is illustrating when he talks about that son that had gone far away and was wayward and lost, the prodigal. And yet the love of the father that he remembered called him home. This morning, that love calls to each of us through this meal. And God believed in his son. To bring all of us home. And he believes in us to carry on that family tradition. But it begins at the place that our Father's heart becomes our heart. When we understand his cherishing of us, so that we can understand the ache in his heart when one of his children, any one of his children, is not home with him, not just in heaven. But in this world we walk in all the time, would you come this morning to that great embrace of God's grace for you? Would you know his heart in your heart that we might still have the power, the motivation, the heart to gather others home? On the night in which he gave himself up for us, Jesus took bread He gave thanks to your Father, and he broke the bread. And he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body, broken for you. Do this as often as you eat it in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup. And he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he gave it to his disciples. And he said, Take and drink from this, all of you, for this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, Lord God, we pray that you pour out your Holy Spirit, not just on these gifts of juice and bread, but upon us, that the spirit of our daddy might powerfully live in us as we live in this world. We ask this in the name of your son, our Savior who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. The Father's table is set.